Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So five years after Karateka, uh, they would publish Jordan's next game, Prance of Portia. (laughs) 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 Onset flies. Boys here, the internet's number one Persian podcast returns with more of that online methadone that to keep the intrusive thoughts away. I am your host, Ethan Palmer, and I oh no wait. But wait, I'm no, Ethan Palmer. Lore Boys here. <laughs> the internet's number one Persian podcast returns with more of that online methadone to keep the intrusive thoughts at bay. I am your host, Peter O'Donohue, and I am joined by Ethan Palmer. Uh, yeah. On the second try. J- James Miller. There we if go. I could turn back time. <laughs> if I could find, find a way. way. <laughs> God, we were super, out of super there. timed up there. Yeah. Yeah, we even talked in the <laughs> bonus. How we, we are unable to sing at the same time on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you guys, I love it. Um, sorry. so this week's episode about prince of persia was requested by patron swing jelly and backed up by regular discord user archlord dirk um i don't think we have any new patrons but we do have an update you guys were talking about there gotta gotta shout out the mad lad terry lore boy prime (laughs) once more top tier baby (laughs) yeah cream cream of the crop terry over there uh, he wrote on Patreon, uh, he's like, I'm coming home from the bar. Should I give you guys top tier, basically? <laughs> and yeah. he guess he did. <laughs> Terry, I hope you can afford it. Uh, refund it if you can't, but thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and anybody else yeah. out there who might get that thought in their head the next time they get drunk to drop uh, too much money on the Lore Boys, maybe think about it twice, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. But, we want to play some D&D. Let's do it, dude. Yep, yeah. We love you. You you pick a time, Terry. Let's let's do some D anD. Let's tell you. So, uh, fellas, are you familiar with the Prince of Persia games? Have you played them? Have you seen yes. them? I played a lot. My favorite is probably Little Red Corvette. Maybe Purple Rain. Both pretty <laughs> good. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I I think I played like one of them that I borrowed on uh, like the wii or something oh yeah like i i remember i was in university in like my third my third summer or my second summer there going into my third year and someone gave me a copy i think maybe it was gamecube actually uh and there was there was one on the wii which was forgotten oh apparently the two thrones as well yeah i i barely remember anything i remember running on walls and reversing time and that feels like a good summer game game. yeah that's that's it yeah yeah there you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you remember the whole thing is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I, I played. I played the heck out of one, two, and three. Uh, it was. A, a, I think I owned one, and my childhood friend Matt had at least. I think one, two, and three. And so like we'd go to his cottage pretty regularly and like play the heck out of it there, or he'd come over and played a lot of Prince of Persia. Don't yes. remember any of the story, really. That's you, okay. You get, you get a dagger. You get a dagger made yeah. of sand. Unless you turn back time. I used to get Persian food uh, nearby. It's recently closed down. The guy, uh, I knew the owner. He used to go to my dog park and he says he wants to go to Mexico and he got an armored van to drive through Mexico with him and his dog. And he sold sold his restaurant, but he used to have great kebabs over there. But anyways, yeah. There's Um, there's a Persian food place near me, which I've been to once. Very expensive, but delicious. I have a Persian recipe up right now. 
or Koresh Rivast, which is uh, rhubarb stew. Oh, that's interesting. I, I can't imagine, like, is it tart, like sweet and sour? Like, what is it? Uh, I've never had it. I'm going to try it, though. Rhubarb uh, boiling it right? might change the flavor a bit. Some of those things yeah. go from, like, sour to, like, sweet to sour oh, this, or whatever. Oh, this says savory and sour. Oh, there we go. I remember eating rhubarb, like, straight out the ground. Uh, we would just take it out the ground and, like, like just sprinkle some sugar on top because it was, like, so sour. And the, yeah. the sweetness would help balance it out. And, yeah, I always uh, heard that the leaves were poisonous. They, the leaves and the stalks can both be poisonous. I ate um, a lot of stalks. Uh-oh. They give you, uh, they give you kidney stone. Oh, Lord. If you, if you oh. eat too much. Shit. Oh, God. I've probably no, had it like one, once a year, four years in a row. But. Well, it's not, that's not too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not, that's not kidney stone. Well, I guess it depends. If the once a year you ate 500 pounds of rhubarb, no, then sure, no. that's too much. Oh, yeah. But. I guess it does depend. Yeah. <laughs> Single stock. I got to spoil myself. I got to I gotta binge on rhubarb at least once a year. Right? <laughs> Just I literally out of the fucking ground. <laughs> I literally haven't had it in 20 years, but my mouth is like watering and like, you know, that feeling of sour yeah. where your mouth, like, yeah. it, I feel the sour even though I haven't oh, yeah. had it in 20 years. Yeah, like, so long. It's a that's lot. Fine. Yeah. So me, myself, 20 years ago, did not eat rhubarb straight out of the ground, but I did play The Sands of Time, the first uh, newer Prince of Persia game. Newer, it TM, basically, because it was 2003. Yeah, yeah, because um, the original was on the Mac, right? It's on the like, Apple II. We will talk about it. Yes, oh, I worked with a guy who was obsessed with that game. He like, would speed run it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my buddy Kyle had uh, Sands of Time. I think he had the all three of like the Ubisoft trilogy on his Xbox the first. So it was a game I watched a lot of. Um, and then I played Sands of Time myself. Uh, I remember liking it. I and I obviously would grow to like what Prince of Persia turned into, which is I like most of Assassin's Creed because it did <laughs> eventually morph into that. Uh, I know I've, I've invoked it. I'm sorry. <laughs> do, do they call it King of Iran now? Yeah, yeah. Prince, of, prince of Iran. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still a prince. Wow! Boy, after all this time, yeah. His dad, yeah, his dad. Oh, you're, you're done with it already. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I like me never finishing Prince of Persia. This is one of those things. Like Ubisoft recently has been having a lot of trouble. I don't know if somebody wants to bring up the stock to see what it's at right now. Uh, the Prince <laughs> no. of Persia remake is stuck in development hell. It has been delayed five times Jeez. and it, most recently early 2023 they were like no we're going completely dark because the prince of persia remake is going back to the concept phase Oof. i don't know how bad you need to fuck something up that remaking a thing that already exists has to go back to the concept phase i but mean like yeah i i kind of respect the move in that like yeah. if yeah. you if you recognize that like hey this isn't to the level that we want rather than just pushing it out and being like Don't oh well that the is and, yeah exactly They're like I, I i do respect them like going back and it's one of those things like hey got stuck a little bit in development hell so it took a long time and like just like what gamers have wanted has kind of moved on and it continues to move on a little bit you yeah. know so like rather than like letting a producer be like well now you know battlegrounds are in vogue so prince of persia has to have a battleground and you have to try and like figure out how to shoehorn that in you just start from scratch and make the prince of persia battleground Right? right yeah yeah or battle royale I mean, sorry i keep saying battlegrounds but i mean battle royale you guys like understand. the g yeah. the g in PUBG, right yeah uh, <laughs> uh battle royale uh in europe they call it uh royale with cheese what, what oh would a, i see what would a prince of persia battle royale even look like it's like you're on the inside of an empty farm silo just running up the walls and the first guy to get to the top but you can reverse <laughs> time on your opponents or something honestly <laughs> that sounds kind of cool a parkour battle royale with time travel neat yeah, uh, it seems incredibly cool. hard. And especially, I mean, it's just like one of the more recent things that Ubisoft has done. Um, we're going to talk about real life stuff first. So this is all fairly relevant. Uh, like Skull and Bones, their pirate game that's been in hell for a decade. Beyond Good and Evil 2 that has been in hell for like 17 years. And now the Prince of Persia remake. Now, I definitely sympathize with your, uh, your thing there, Ethan, where it's just like, oh, I admire them for delaying it. Ubisoft is comfortable with pushing garbage out into yeah, the market, fair. right? So, like, mm. I don't understand why Prince of Persia is the one, like, oh, no, this has to be good. Like, they put <laughs> N they, had to, they put NFT cosmetics in, like, that Ghost Recon game. 
right? Yeah. So watch them release like Prince of Persia and Rabbids like next year. Or yeah, oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> on the blockchain. Um, yeah. Oh, that the new Flash movie is currently on the blockchain now. So Warner Brothers is making just all the best decisions. You said the Flash <laughs> movie, and my my mind instantly went to like New Rounds. I was like, "What are you talking about? Flash has been dead for like five years." No, no. And then realized <laughs> you're talking about the comic hero. book hero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My Neopets. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, we're going to start here, again, in real life, with a man named Jordan Mechner. Uh, he was a programmer and game designer from New York. Um, in 1984, he made a game called Karateka in his free time while attending Yale University on an Apple II computer, which is super fucking impressive. That You can make a video game uh, in the early 80s, just in your spare time. Mm -hmm. um so karateka was a martial arts fighting game with a very 80s box art uh which i did post if you guys want to oh, take yeah. a look i i just googled it i'm looking at it right now it's fucking yeah. fantastic dude yeah huh. uh, so the game was uh published by broderbund which is a now defunct game and educational software company Hmm. Um, so Broderbund was actually an American publisher, and the name Broderbund is a made-up European-sounding word. It does sound like a... I was trying to think when I'm like, what is a Broderbund? Is that like a, a sandwich you eat with your brother? Uh, I don't it, know. It is... It, so... <laughs> hey, bro, want to split a hoagie with me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get Broderbund? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Broderbund is kind of like a mistranslation of Band of Brothers. So not too far off there, Jada. Nice, nice. Uh, see, no breakfast, you're sharp as ever. Uh, yeah, dude, I, 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 he had breakfast. He's having yeah, a wake cloth. That's true. <laughs> I didn't say this was out of the normal for you, man. I'm fine right now. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so Broderbund, the, one of the things behind it is because on the old computers... To differentiate an O from a zero, there's a little line through a zero. And some of the, like, I guess the equivalent of our French accents in some Nordic languages is like the O with the cross through it, which I believe is yep. a long O. So it's like Broderbund instead of yep. like bro Bruder or whatever, right? I think it's called a Flajorka. Uh, o Maybe. can make three sounds, though, can it? It can make like... Go ahead. Oh, Sound off. Uh, well, so you have the... What, what's got, the one you just did, Pete? We have uh, ooh, oh, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, a drunk pilot about to puke? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you got the ghost. You got the ghost. You got ooh, ooh yeah. You got uh, I, or oh. Uh. Like uh, recording <laughs> or oh, oh, oh. Off. You got off. Off. Uh, uh, off. off. You got on. You got mm. on and off are the same sound. You got awkward. Mm -hmm. you That's got, a W. <laughs> Three boys, not an O between us in our names. What? We only use A's and E's, well, actually. Holy first smokes, names, guys. First names is what yeah, Jamie is. Sorry, yeah, I was like, what are you fucking oh, talking your, about? Your last name has like a it's very distinct O, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very distinct. Like, yeah. One kind of off on its own. Oh, off. Oh, no, oh, wait, I already off. said off. Okay. Yeah, uh, own. Own. Off, own, its own. Prince. How many O's in Prince of Persia? None. None. Prince of Porsche. <laughs> Prince of Pornja. What? Prince of Pornja. So five years after Karateka, uh, they would publish Jordan's next game, Prince of Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> Concept-wise. <laughs> Concept-wise, the game isn't anything revolutionary. You play an unnamed man just called the Prince, who needs to platform his way through multiple dungeons to save the princess of Persia from the evil grand vizier named Jafar. Um, I put the cover art here as well. Very 80s. Kind of a fusion of, like, 80s box art and, like, a Hollywood movie poster from, like, yeah. the kind of the Silver Age. So this... Pretty stuff like Aladdin, but it's pre-Aladdin, right? Like, this predates it? Yeah, so just Jafar. like... Jafar! Yeah, just like Disney's Aladdin, which came out a few years later in 1994, Jafar's name and position are, are a direct reference to the character in the 1940 film, The Thief of Baghdad, where he was appropriately played by an actor named Hans Walter Conrad Veidt, which very is a good. very Veidt. Persian name. <laughs> uh, if you want to open up another picture, he didn't have the... Uh, level of brown face i was kind of expecting like maybe in lawrence of arabia but there's just this picture i found of him with an arrow stuck through his forehead yeah 
Yeah. Used to be an adventure like you. Yeah, and then like I an got arrow killed. straight to the center of the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Until yeah. And then it stopped my executive function. <laughs> uh, uh, so for animation in Karateka and way more recently in the Banner Saga, which we did talk about, Prince of Persia also used Rotoscope, which I think one of you brought up when we were doing the Banner Saga episode, for its kind of realistic and smooth animations. Uh, I don't know what that is, really. So it's I have you, heard it. It's but... When you animate over real images. Yeah. Oh, Real okay. footage. I know. Mar- recently, uh, Mortal Kombat used it. Uh, yeah, Banner Saga used it. We talked about it a lot on the Banner Saga. Yeah, yeah. So, More yeah. recently, there's been a rotoscope moment that's gone viral where uh, in the Ralph Bashke animated Lord of the Rings, the actor who played the live-action Aragorn that was going to be rotoscoped in one take, his, like, sword scabbard came loose and got stuck through his legs, and he just Sheesh. fucking trips over it, and they were like, well, we got the take, and they just animated over that. <laughs> yeah. So in the, in, like, the two towers animated... Basically, Aragorn at one point just fumbles his sword so hard and just yeah. like almost, <laughs> almost eats shit. <laughs> he's running and he just it gets caught between his two shins, like yeah, while he's exactly. Running. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is so it's it's so fun. So yeah, he used um, uh, Jordan Mechner's reference was his brother, basically his brother, which was, who was doing gymnastics, and then he also used footage from some martial arts films, obviously for Karateka, but like his brother did the gymnastics for Prince of Persia. Because it was very much like a very heavily animated. Is that what Broderbun stands for? Broderbun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time we say Karateka, I'm picturing Arasaka from Cyberpunk. For Cyberpunk. Some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's Carrot Tapa actually. Carrot Tapa. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a he's a prop comedian. Right on steroids. Oh yeah, so bad. Yeah. Um, Jordan Mechner eventually made a sequel called Prince of Persia, The Shadow and the Flame in 1993. So this is very much like a spare time thing. Like he's making games by himself, like programming games by himself, shooting footage of his brother and basically releasing something under Broderbund every four or five years. Right. Uh, where was I here? Still more timely than Ubisoft. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like one guy with an Apple II is doing more work on print, was doing more well, work on Prince of Persia than modern Ubisoft. The reason the reason uh, the new Prince of Persia actually went back to the concept phase is because the one guy who had a brother who knew any kind of gymnastics uh, left the company, so they had to they have to oh. go put pause until they can find another guy who has a brother who does gymnastics. So uh, get the for the brother bend, bend or whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The brother yeah, yeah. bend. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then uh, Mechner also had a concept for a third game, which never came out. So he kind of started the Prince of Persia release curse, I guess, back in the early 90s. Um, so because it's Ubisoft we're talking about, I kind of had assumed that one of their copyright vampires had just scooped up the Prince of Persia name for like pennies on the dollar when Broderbund, uh, Broder burned out in 1998. <laughs> Sorry. So we're getting a lot of mileage out of this word. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, they made up a goofy word. It's ours now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like the copyright vampires. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ours now, baby. Yep. Um, yeah, Broderbund shut down in 1998. And three years later, uh, Jordan Mechner actually joined Ubisoft in 2001 and got to work on the series that we're familiar with here, starting work on Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. So, years prior to the events of the game, the unnamed Maharaja of India... Uh, also, there's a lot of characters in this series, sadly, that do not have names. They just have a title, including the protagonist. So, sorry, I guess, in advance for storytelling purposes here. Um, but yeah, years prior to the events of the game, the unnamed Maharaja of India, through his vizier, learned of and ventured to the Island of Time, uh, and also the to find the Artifacts of Time. Another thing for the writing here, get ready for a lot of blank of time names. Okay. Every like single Sands of Time? Th- Sands of Time, uh-huh. the Dagger of Time, Scepter of Time, the Medallion of Time, the Fortress of Time. And, and uh, we're out of time, time uh, ladies and folks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you rewind this episode and listen again, it might be different. <laughs> maybe. maybe we don't fuck it, it up so bad on the second listen. The, de- the devil. God, I hope yeah. so. Yeah, <laughs> the devil gives you a recipe for a rhubarb strawberry pie, <laughs> which would if be you great. listen to the backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so taking a few men with him, he sailed through the dense fog surrounding the island and successfully made a landfall at, to begin his expedition. 
Uh, the island and its artifacts were created in the deep past by unknown gods. Maybe the same ones who created some of the other fantastical creatures in the world, like genies and the Dahaka. Uh, the Dahaka is like a demon who chases you around in the second game, I think, in um, Warrior Within. Like, fucking with time has, like, drawn the ire of ghosts and, and their demon servants or whatever. Right. Um, the Empress of Time, Kylina, was also created, and she would end up as a scantily clad enemy and then friend within the games. So you can bring up a picture of her if you'd like. On the subject of gorgeous Persian women. All right. Yeah. Where are we here? Okay, yeah. It's a Persian woman wearing a, a towel clipped to her shoulders, I guess. As a <laughs> like a, a dish towel, I should. Uh, a dish cloth, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought that was like I. I don't have access to my mouse right now, so I'm unable to see. I thought that was just like you're. She had some ceremonial garb, and you were being really insensitive about no. it. But it's actually a dish towel. Okay. She, yeah, I mean, Jamie's she, looking at Hans Veit there, being like, "What? Well, he looks fine to me. I don't know." <laughs> I'm looking at yeah. your your faces. Yeah. I tried to post it again for you, Jamie, so you don't have to do it. But it posted with spoiler. I can't. I don't even have access to the chat. I'm just looking at your faces. It's okay. This guy, man. Oh, I'll go. I, I'll. I'm like the listener i can listen to you guys describe and if there's anything i don't understand i can ask more just uh, imagine that. a beautiful uh dark-haired woman rendered in uh 2003 cgi with oh. uh kind of a skimpy ceremonial kind of priestess outfit all right yeah so dahaka seems to be uh zahak uh from persian mythology known as also known as zahak the snake shoulder an evil figure in Persian mythology. Uh, oh. Evident in ancient Persian folklore as Aji Dahaka. Man. Okay, yeah. There you go. Yeah, they do take... Uh, <laughs> I didn't go into that part of folklore. There's some other folklore monsters we're going to get into. Um, I, unlike... I, speaking of snakes, man, they're scary. I got into... Um, speaking of snakes, man, they're <laughs> they're scary. They're scary. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, think about it, snakes? Kind of scary. I got into... Uh, watching old fear factor this week because i moved my tv okay. to my room so i wanted oh, something to fall asleep to rogan with hair rogan with <laughs> hair and then they're like okay climb into this sarcophagus and we're gonna dump piles of snakes on top of you and nobody tapped out mm -hmm. i was really impressed you know I, I don't know if i could deal with the squirming but the snakes i, I could i could deal with most stuff that. not the eating the eating no. i just like i would lose i lose every time oh, i, I can do like, the no, eating not I eating bugs no the some of the height challenges like where you have to like walk across like beams that are like hung from cranes that are like swinging and stuff i probably just don't have the athleticism to do that faster than the person next to me but yeah, i think sure. i could deal honestly i think i can even deal with the snakes i think i could have the mental fortitude like it's a minute i could get through this but yeah. uh yeah it's you win fifty thousand dollars after doing like four crazy ass things but yeah uh, I, I would i think i would enjoy like i paid to bungee jump and i paid to skydive you know what i mean like those okay. first ones like the high flying crane ones like i'd be like yeah hell yeah let's do that yeah yeah, yeah yeah you're all hooked be like, up a bull testicle and i'd be like no yeah that's the part of course it's it's like eating the sex organs of farm animals is yeah. where i would be I yeah would not be okay. more gallons of cum wins like i'm uh, good thanks i'm gonna win but i was and, sorry i was thinking bull comes which is yeah good. okay <laughs> well, if mm. i wanted to hop into a sarcophagus and get a sahaka and then uh reverse time to do it again um i might do the prince of persia but you incorrectly get the uh you're like oh i got the uh you know the amulet of time i'm just gonna fast forward through the minute with snakes and it'll be no problem without realizing like you just you're rewinding you can't fast forward you can only rewind so <laughs> like, going back you gotta eat the bull testicles all over again you're like oh, God damn. no yeah, i overshot the, the it time, the time anchor is like you've only got enough sand in the dagger to go back to the bull testicle meal and you're like, yeah. oh, God damn it. <laughs> held down, he, got, he held down LT too hard on the controller. You're eating bull testicles just on Xbox all the time. Like, oh, fuck's sake. Damn. I know he I, mentioned I He mentioned that um, the there was like one stunt they did where people had to drink cum that the network was just like, you people have gone too far. And like that was uh, an episode <laughs> that ended up getting <laughs> All right. You guys got anyway. your out of context quotes. Now we can move on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For my lawyers. Yeah. Uh, so when, uh, uh, basically, when the entire game and the creation, all of this takes place is really unclear. Uh, I watched the opening cutscene for Sands of Time, and there wasn't, like, a date given. However, in real life, Persia invaded India multiple times throughout history, and had Indian territory under their control between 559 and 486 BC. 
So this is probably where the games take place, but that's a heavy dose, a heavy helping of rhubarb and Loreboy's canon to <laughs> like, make that come together because that's just like oh. the real dates. Um, is Loreboy's canon sour too? That's savory. <laughs> that's a savory bit. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Not as sour I, as Bullcum. <laughs> oh, nature's <God>. warhead <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about it I mean they're not eating any pineapple like come on uh, yeah it's probably rancid it's a lot of grass a lot of uh, what are they grass corn, corn. corn. oh yeah. maybe it's sweet yeah. maybe Does corn do that we'll have to try one <laughs> <laughs> way to find out <laughs> so the window we're probably looking at is 559 to 486 BC they probably ate a lot of testicles at this time every part of the animal um but the term Maharaja wasn't exactly used until the third century, like 700 years later. So it's again, it's just like, you know, very culturally aware 2001 writing, probably. Right. Okay. Um, one funny thing I found here about the term Maharaja when I was trying to look up the etymology of it just to find maybe where we could slot in where these games take place. Mm-hmm. Um, the term Maharaja apparently came uh, came about because the empires of India had an issue with something called title inflation. So being a Raja or a king wasn't cool enough. So eventually you had to become a Maharaja, which translates to great king. So oh. basically it's like a historical playground argument where like, well, my Raja can beat up your Raja because he has an invincibility plus one shield or something yeah. like that. He's the Maharaja. And this is, yeah, exactly. So that's why you get the, the you end up getting rulers with like, and then there's the uh, there's the titles. there's the Maharaja, which is the okay rulers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the mini Raja, which is uh, also the prince. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah very good. <laughs> there's mini Raja of of Persia. Yes, <laughs> I want to say of time because Pete, you told me all the artifacts are are of time. Mm. Yeah, it's Prince of Time, Maharaja of Time. Um, all that good stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. our Maharaja and his men were attacked on the island of time by its guardians, the sand creatures. Uh, they're generally seen in game as like humanoid shaped warriors made of sand. Uh, it was a really good way to get like the game rated T for teen is where you cut yeah. a guy in half and just like sand and light comes out. Just instead of blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they function very much like zombies, but well, like more agile zombies because they can do sword fighting and whatnot. But if they kill you or come into contact with you, you can't, they do turn humans into other sand creatures so you can take a look at uh one of them here that i posted um how do they turn you into sand i bet you like the sand crawls into your mouth and nose first and like dries you out well this guy's dressed fucking sexy too yeah i mean this one picture is called the sand eunuch (laughs) did did you get this off r34 or something holy it's so it's clearly a zombie like very pallid gray skin yeah its face is like He's got, I can't tell if it's a mask or not, but it's like, he's just got like glowing red embers coming out of his mouth and he's got, it he's got the mask. two Homer Simpson uh, hairs on his head. Oh, which, talking about that. I thought it was three, but the, the boys yeah. knew better and said it was two. I think, yeah. I think they're tattoos of like little semicircles, but like I it does look I just. I think they're chain rings. Could be chain, could be chain yeah. uh, like Ooh. hooks too. But then he's very clearly wearing like a BDSM outfit of like yeah. a leather harness that doesn't cover his nipples, just covers like his belly uh, and oh. uh, just like a, a banana hammock uh, made of leather with like a one leather band. He's got a chain in his hands. He's standing very seductively. Like, I'm glad I don't have my mouse today. I feel like we're getting hot. I, I like I like picturing it through Ethan's uh, words. <laughs> I feel like uh, that's great. Yeah. T- also, knee high leather boots. <laughs> like, oh, baby. <laughs> also, the chain, the chain, instead of being uh, hooked onto his belt or onto his corset or something or onto the section where his, his balls nipple. used to be, it's hooked onto his nipple for storage. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this is the sand eunuch like the 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 leather harness that goes around his belly like extends up with a leather strap up to a choker around he looks God like damn. voldo he looks like voldo from soul caliber a, if yeah, a, like voldo wearing yeah. wearing uh BD, bdsm stuff yeah so you could implement like sand eunuchs to keep your sand wife company right right, they're, right, com- right, right. they're completely harmless for you as, as the sand king mm-hmm. hell yeah so, after multiple difficult fights, the Maharaja made it into the Fortress of Time, where he found multiple of-time-named relics, including the hourglass filled with the sands, the staff, the medallion, and the dagger of time. Um, before he could leave, the Maharaja was actually killed by a sand creature called a Keeper. Uh, these are the basic enemy from the game. I didn't bother posting a picture. They're way less sexy. Uh, they're kind of, they're fully clothed, for one, which is dumb. 
Um, and they're very much <laughs> no normal looking dudes. Nice. Uh, he was killed by the sand creature called the Keeper. However, um, uh, one of the another artifact that was within the chamber called the Mask of the Wraith that he had on him brought him back to life in the past, shortly before he was killed, with his memories intact, allowing him to save himself. Whoa. Yeah. So we're going to get more into more of these. We're going to get more into more of these. Excuse me. We're going to get into more of these time artifacts after the break. Welcome back from the break, everybody. Uh, so the Maharaja managed to use time travel to save his own life. Unlike the tiny mouse that uh, Jamie's cat murdered while we were recording the first half of the episode. <laughs> well, so, maimed. I murdered in the break, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. <laughs> so, the Maharaja saving himself. Uh, created two timelines, uh, immediately overcomplicating the story for just just because time travel always does that. Yes. Is this a uh, created two timelines because at a certain point, the writers of game five or whatever wanted to do something different. So they're like, yeah, no, actually, he did this. Like, was this a retcon or was it like originally? I, and I say originally, meaning I, I assume the Ubisoft trilogy is where we get this story. Like, I don't it think is. the original. Yeah. So. Was there in the original trilogy? Do you know if there was originally two timelines or I didn't see anything about the planning of the trilogy. I know the third game is called the two thrones, which I believe okay. is the split in the timeline because gotcha. the prince goes back in the second at the end of the first game. He goes back in time to give the dagger to someone else, you know, separating gotcha. the timeline again. But I, I right. did not go into like the the pre-production of the Prince of Persia games was not uh well he still uh, has me a prince come on there's two thrones like can i just <laughs> can i take that one i want yeah. you to be a maharaja you had to go back in time to stop the camel from crashing into the second throne uh, <laughs> <laughs> mr maharaja there's a second throne <laughs> So the Maharaja returned to India and gifted the Medallion of Time to his daughter and the Staff of Time to his vizier, Jafar, who you guys can look up. Very trustworthy looking guy. Just want to say that. I plugged oh, my yeah. mouse in. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah. So, so he's uh, wearing a magician's outfit from yep. like the early 1900s, late 1800s probably. <laughs> uh, he's got like a very evil grin, you know, red paint dots under the eyes, you know, the red paint on the forehead. Uh, doing jazz hands. He's got nice, like, oh, uh, he looks, like, wealthy, too, because he's got, like, gold trim to his, uh, yeah. to his, his chest and hat. Well, um, he is the yeah. advisor and vizier for the Maharaja of India, so you'd hope that he was quite, that's a good paying job. Right? I also, no. now that I can see the pictures, yeah, that last guy is way too sexy for a sandman. <laughs> <laughs> for a zombie, right? Yeah, like, oh, my uh, God. I don't know what site Pete was on to find that picture, but oh, His boy. Stance, too. He's got, I like, mean, one leg up, and he's, like, kind of just, like, flexing. He's got a real, he's got a real uh, hello sailor uh, kind of look in his eyes there. Yeah, he's, like, twirling his chain, like, yeah, are you going to come chase me or what? Like, I'm looking <laughs> up the author because he, he did sign it, so. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah, Kai. Mm -hmm. With two dots. What what does two dots <laughs> yeah. over the eye do? Makes an O noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jafar had told the Maharaja about the Island of Time and its apparent time travel secrets and like the secret to immortality because not only was he super trustworthy, but he was also dying of the consumption, which Oof. clinically known as tuberculosis. Um, now, these days, if you're in North America dying of consumption, it just means something else. But. Yeah, it's McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I looked up why they called it the consumption, and it's because tuberculosis causes the body to just waste away, and you are being consumed by TB, basically. Oof. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awful way to go. There's a uh, lot of names for it. It was called Thysis in Greece, I think, in ancient Greece. Uh, I think the white white plague, I think, because you get very, very pale. Right. The the spicy nap. Yeah. The um. spicy forever nap. <laughs> uh, so TB has actually been drifting around India since about 30, uh, for 3,500 years, excuse me. I think the first, like, recorded scientific document about tuberculosis is from India at this time. And still, in 2023, a quarter of all tuberculosis cases on Earth are still within India. Sadly, it's, like, due to a lack of access to care which is why people in it's in not a population thing it. it's not a population thing it's it's just a care thing 
well, yeah, I mean, 26%, because obviously the population of India is massive, and the healthcare is not fantastic. So, yeah, a quarter, oh, the, a quarter the of all... The infrastructure is struggling too, right? So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how but it's the, transferred. Is it like... I think it's a breath? respiratory disease, or it's through the droplets blood. or something. You get it from tubes. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's why they call it that. <laughs> Tuberculosis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen the first one. Yeah, it's like T-O <laughs> with a line through it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's spread through the air. It is airborne. Yeah, I, I knew it was a respiratory thing. Uh, cause, like, Don't talk to somebody with TB. That's the... <laughs> If Come someone on. in your life gets TB, cut them out. Cut them out. <laughs> they are you don't toxic. Negativity. Yeah. <laughs> they are toxic. Literally. <laughs> That's a, the T and tuberculosis. The T and TB stands for toxic. Yeah, it's for toxic. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> toxic berculosis. Toxic. Yeah. Bursculinity. <laughs> toxic bursculinity. <laughs> <laughs> so the vizier would eventually die of toxic tuberculosis. Um, <laughs> however, upon uh, the return of the Maharaja, he used his time travel, the, the time relics or the relics of time to bring him back and then gifted him the staff of time. Following cool. this, the remaining relics of time, specifically the dagger and the hourglass, were placed in the Maharaja's treasure vault. Uh, the vizier, realizing that his plan had worked, began planning he's alive now of course <laughs> my plan worked i'm still yeah. alive i was brought back from the dead okay <laughs> i i have the the same plan every single day yeah, yeah. i'm alive time Just to carry on the end of it. yeah you're still alive so i don't know how many times you've enacted that plan but it must be working every day for 31 years baby yep there's literally no evidence that i'll ever die true fair enough <laughs> yeah as long as you stay away from head toxic bursculinity man <laughs> 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 I think in the West we're vaccinated against toxic bursculinity. Yeah. I think it's, I, I think it's been eliminated. When someone sits down on the bus next to you and starts breathing wide, it's like, geez, chill out. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, he's man breathing man on public breathing. transit. <laughs> <laughs> Although I say it's been eliminated in the West, there's probably, probably some fucking idiot at like a private school in California who doesn't vaccinate their kids, who's like currently spreading tuberculosis in the daycare or something stupid yeah, like sure. that, right? Well, like for Black sure. Plague comes back every once in a while, doesn't it? Like. Like yeah, measles would come back after like 80 years or something stupid yeah. like that. Um, TB's yeah. next, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, realizing his plan had worked, um, the vizier needed to enact the next stage of his plan. To do this, he hatched a plot inv involving the king of Persia at the time, uh, Shah Rahman. Um, Shah Rahman is not a name taken from history. He's not based on a real it's Persian a, It's a Digimon. Name. <laughs> Shah Rahman! If you want If you want to pull up the next photo... It kind of is. Oh, it kind of looks like a Digimon. <laughs> yeah. So wait, it's not taken oh. from a real person? Uh, no, the Sharaman. This looks like a real picture. <laughs> it's a it's a drawing. It looks like it's enough. painted on a teacup, dude. It's yeah, yeah right? it's like a real picture. <laughs> it looks like a, like a historical picture. Like it's a good job for the artist who made this prop, I guess, for like or concept art for Prince of Persia. But it's very yeah, first first evidence for the possibility of a cat dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nick Nickelodeon's oh, also from yeah. Babylon. So I guess we can describe it. It's it's cat dog. If one end of cat dog was a snake, and they had six feet, and they were all snakes, the feet. Oh, uh, and the other end of cat dog was a beautiful white lady with a <laughs> with like a chiquita banana fruit arrangement on her head, maybe. You know, yes. and, green, and green horns out of Dr. Seuss. It's the snakes all on the feet all have their tongues out, and that's how snakes smell. Wouldn't it's it how be they maintain awful balance. if your teeth could smell? Or your feet could smell? Your teeth could smell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think if, flies taste, taste or smell with their feet when they land on something. That's why they yeah, do the little... Flies, uh, Peter? Dude, well, they yeah. do the little hand <laughs> rubbies. Well, yeah. Snakes don't got feet to taste with. They gotta use their face. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so the uh, Sharaman trans translates directly to the King of Snakes, and it was it's from Armenian and Turkish folklore. So yeah, this thing it's not a Chiquita banana headset or a headset. Excuse oh, me. so it's it's not based on a real person, but it ba is based on a real thing. 
Yes, it is a real folklore. This is a real folklore gotcha. thing. So Jamie's probably right. This is probably on some nine hundred year old piece of pottery or whatever. I feel I feel yeah. bad about my Digimon choke now. I was like, I had to look. I was like, hey, said it's not real. Bam, quick fire, and now I find <laughs> yeah. out it is a real thing. So instead of the painting on on the mug or whatever that we got this from, I want Kai to do a rendition where the snake yeah. is a great big vein in it, and like the lady's busty, and yeah, come on, Kai. Yeah. A lot get more it. leather. Yeah, like, you could have a lot more leather in this. Way more sure. nipple piercings too. Oh, like, yeah. oh, like every snake foot has like the a ball like gag a piercing. Oh, uh, a ball gag. Yeah, a ball gag. <laughs> a ball gag in every snake foot. <laughs> John F. Kennedy said that. <laughs> Hi, Ira. Want to welcome in the kink of snakes. <laughs> Ishkbin ein kinky serpent. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Sharman ruled Persia with his wife and two sons, Mehri, Malik, and the prince, respectively. Uh, so just like in the 1989 game, the protagonist is never given a name. He is simply oh, known yeah. as the prince. Uh, Malik, just the a older... prince. He got rid of his name. Yeah, but this isn't even like a formally known thing, right? Formally known as the Prince of Persia. Yeah, right. <laughs> his brother Malik uh, died of a prescription drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, So Malik, the older of the princes, ruled over Solomon's old kingdom. Uh, However, he eventually became possessed by a genie named Ratosh. And resolving that whole thing is the plot of the Forgotten Sands on the Wii that we were talking about earlier, which we won't get into. Um, The vizier's plan to have the Persians invade didn't go exactly to plan. Uh, Honestly, there's some fucking holes in the contract he made here. He promised Sharaman and his youngest son, the prince, that they could take anything they wanted from the Maharaja's vault if the invasion was successful. And for whatever reason, he left out the fact that, like, I really need the dagger of time and the hourglass. (laughs) So obviously, Sharaman and the prince took the hourglass and the dagger with them. There you go. There you go. So now he's just like... Nothing but the lamp. No, wait, I mean, don't touch the lamp. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hope that everybody gets that reference still. Go watch Aladdin. You gotta watch Aladdin if you've never the seen it. The cartoon one, not the, not the Will Smith one. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I liked it when yeah. Genie slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> that's a philosophical reference, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hey, Ooh, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can't get the respect. Huh? Well, that's, that's Ronnie well, Dangerfield. He was, doing, <laughs> he was trying to do uh, Robin Williams, I which think. was I was a bad. Which one, is the other genie, right? Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. oh my wife's name out of my mouth. Uh, what's the old golf (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, Rodney Dangerfield would have also been a very good genie yeah absolutely he doesn't have the improv skills but uh, Rodney's so fucking funny man yeah so um, yeah like and also one of the things that I find really funny here is uh, it made me think of that Simpsons clip where Homer is just like I'd kill you if I had my gun and the gun shop guy's like yeah well you don't well well, you don't in this case, it's just like, I'd make a better plan if I had my dagger of time. It's like, yeah, yeah. well, you don't. So now he has to come up with <laughs> a, a new plan. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously a new plan had to be formulated. Thankfully, the younger prince was all kinds of young guy reckless wanting to impress his father, the king. And he was even easier to manipulate than Sharaman himself. So we're going to step back a little bit here. So during his childhood, uh, the prince lived with his brother and his parents in the uh-huh. palace of Babylon, where he it sounds like sword we, fighting. Have, we have the dagger of time to go back, but he doesn't, at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. we yeah. do. We, we yeah. do now for we can go back and like yeah. just witness his childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he learned sword fighting, scripture, and probably some like throwaway Babylonian electives, basically. Um, like math. math. <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking more like uh like like drawing snake women on pottery or whatever, okay. making right, making gotcha, kinky gotcha. outfits. He's got like right. the kinky outfit elective for the uh, for the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. So his older brother taught him to fight since his father was often away fighting wars and lore boys canon probably having illegitimate children out there. Hell yeah. Okay. Just Why saying. do you say that? Just for fun or Yeah, I was just thinking it was just like fellas it's not cheating if you're like conquering other lands right oh okay that's the well, that's spoils the, of war to- is not cheating that's a toxic berskalinity b- or whatever <laughs> i thought i thought you were gonna title. say i thought you were gonna say like oh there's a character in a future game that like super looks like him and it's hinted at that it's a half brother or something but uh, no, no I'm, I'm, glad you, saying- I'm glad you're just thinking about this guy fucking 
Absent Hell father, yeah. and like honestly, uh, conquest for the glory of Persia. Probably get his freak on a little bit. Left his wife behind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think they're gonna do? You think they're just gonna do Tom Holland back shots in like some desert tent <laughs> somewhere? <laughs> That's not gonna age this episode or anything. <laughs> uh, so single parent homes obviously breed troublemakers sometimes. And the prince oh, talking about breeding again. Jesus Christ, this guy yeah. can't get out of his head. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, mostly a single parent home, so. Yep. You snuck out all the time. Yep, relatable. Yep. So the prince I, was the, office... I was the one sneaking him out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because his parents got, got him a car, so we could go <laughs> together. <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> Ethan with his two, with his two two parents causing even more trouble somehow. <laughs> I'm, I'm sending Discord in the single parent homes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a marriage radicalist, just like. <laughs> <laughs> So the prince would often sneak out in Ethan's car uh, and hang out with the commoners uh, around Babylon, where they'd get into all kinds of mischief, probably, you know, stealing produce from the, like, whatever local date merchant or, like, rustling camels and just causing, like, teenage boy havoc all around town. But the way they would flee, they would flee over the rooftops of Babylon. Uh, Prince of Persia, like its successors, the early Assassin's Creed games, has a lot of urban parkour as, like, as the central movement mechanic. I know, Jamie, you said, like, one of the few things you remember is doing a lot of parkour, running on walls. The prince, the prince learned this by, you know, escaping the consequences of his actions uh, with his friends out and causing trouble in Babylon, basically. Yeah. Being, I remember being a Prince Ali. Yeah. Glorious Why do you see? Uh, I remember <laughs> going running on walls in Prince of Persia and in Titanfall 2, and that's it. Titanfall tried- 2 does it a little bit better. They did refine the uh, the mechanic a little they bit. They added it to Apex. Uh, years. Really? Yeah, yeah the, there's the one guy you can do it there's now. A, there's not a character guy. can do it, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. One guy. Uh, I was gonna, I, you said that. I was like, really? Because didn't they make that like one character whose thing was like he could run on walls? So. Yeah, <laughs> okay. apparently they like updated or something. Like my, I have friends who are super into it. They were telling me about it. They're they like, very mad that they can do it. Uh, that one character could do it. The others can't, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was like one distinctly more fun guy in the entire roster. It's like, yeah. Oh, you know, Pathfinder was like that for me, man. You're just Spider-Man your way everywhere. Robot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so the theft of the Dagger of Time was the way that the prince wanted to impress his father now that they were finally together again because his father, um, gotten his fucking name at this point, Shahrazad or something. Um, Shahraman. Oh, Shahraman, excuse me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, snakes. yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like Saruman, but with a, whom do you serve? Yeah. <laughs> Shahraman. so the theft of the dagger like i said he wanted to impress his dad because his dad was just like you know what you're a troublemaker but you passed all your electives finally and babylonian homeschool so now i'm going to take you to conquer india um upon returning to another kingdom called azad this is post successful invasion everyone was fascinated with the glow inside the hourglass of time and the vizier knew it could only be opened using the dagger that the prince had in his possession he probably, like, presumably was just like, hey, you guys want to see something cool in the court? Prince, whatever your name is. Yeah, uh, oh, uh, you, you in the crowd there. Yeah. Yes, uh, you, you, you look unfamiliar. Why don't, you, why don't you come right up? Now, would you happen to have a knife on you, dear boy? <laughs> <laughs> now, you, Prince, you and I have never met before. I, like, I would like the fact, like, Lord Boy's canon, he does have a name, but no one can remember it. So everybody's just like, uh, Prince, yes, of course, the Prince is here. Yes, good. Um, so kind of like a Babylonian side tro attraction, the vizier convinced the prince and everybody in court, like, this is going to be really cool. Let's open the hourglass. You know, it's like, you ever like wonder like, oh, I want to play with the shit inside a lava lamp. Yeah. Like, you ever just like boom. stay at home, maybe take some recreational drugs and then take your CRT apart. Yeah. Yes. On the front you, lawn. Like, yeah. 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 You ever the just, like, was just like, like <laughs> break open a thermometer, like pour out the fun liquid and like play with yeah. it in the palm of your hand kind of thing, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah the the vizier's uh, like after tuberculosis, he now has like a prescription pill addiction. And he's just like, guys, there's copper wire in the hourglass of time. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, trying, they're trying to like pull it out. <laughs> so the prince uses the dagger of time to open the hourglass of time um, upon releasing the sands of time. Everyone except the prince and the vizier are turned into sand creatures. This includes the prince's father. The Ooh. dagger and the staff pre- pre- excuse me, protected the other two from being transformed into 
sand creatures. So the fact that the vizier and the prince had relics in their possession kept them safe. And then this finally sets in motion the events of the trilogy, where the prince attempts to put the sands of time back into the hourglass, initiating an event that is called in canon the Grand Rewind. The Great Reset, I guess. Can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, dude. That's right. (laughs) Can't put uh, sand back in the the tube. The toothpaste tube of time. Yeah, toxic (laughs) toxic entropy, man. It just keeps happening. You can't can't go backwards, dude. Well, you can in this game, but... Anyways, only a bit, <laughs> only a bit. Yeah, yeah. If you so, just clean your room, and you know, the, if the government would give you give you a wife, then you could go back in time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how it should be. <laughs> in the like, Prince of Sphere, Prince yeah. of Sphere, or whatever. Yeah. The Prince of Sphere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to catch Tate Berculosis. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. Fatal. No. Uh, so you. I have been your toxic host, Peter O'Donoghue. You can find me at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram. Uh, I managed to lie to people and get them to get us over a thousand followers. I will obviously not be doing porn and getting our Instagram banned. But thank you very much yeah. for everybody. Last I looked, we're like a thousand on Instagram? Can you No, uh, you can't do straight up porn. Like you can't. You yeah, can do no. man nipples. You can't do woman nipples. You can like show your ass as long as you cover the butthole. Um, Okay. I, I don't think you can just straight up show a dick or a pussy, though. But anyways, I wasn't going to try. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jamie's that's my tried, thing. Clearly. Yeah, he's uh, come up against the obstacles in his quest to get porn on Instagram. Well, I remember Eric Andre got banned for showing his dick or something. A classic uh, Eric Andre. What think, what a champion of the people. Oh, the yeah. Nathan for you guy did something similar where he was always Nathan taking Fielder. selfies and had like the reflection of a naked old man. In like something he was holding, so he, yeah. there was like a, I remember, uh, I remember like someone was telling me about this. The show's over now, so we we have that another tangent. So where funny. he was just like he was showing it on like on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was just like, yeah, I got my Instagram banned, blah blah blah, for like sexual content. So there's like a picture of him at dinner or whatever. He's like, like like in a like a happy pose, but they're in the reflection of like the knife he's holding. There's like a <laughs> naked man. <laughs> Oh yeah, that guy is so fucking funny. Man. Oh, he's he hilarious. Is so good, yeah, so, yeah. yeah he's hilarious. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. So I'll I'll be posting things again, but yeah, legitimately though, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for uh, over a thousand followers on Instagram. I like the fact I've I'm always surprised about it. It works, dude. I'm like, because I saw so you. Funny. <laughs> no, I saw you post on Instagram about getting more Instagram followers. I'm like, you're posting to your followers. Like, th- how is that supposed to work, Peter? But it works. They so fuck me. Because they're yeah. on Instagram already, and they yeah. they're like, cool. Yeah, I'll send the link to a friend and say, hey, just like this this yeah. page or whatever. But yeah, also, like, me. That, the, hash- the, best the hashtags on the images does draw people to the like. That's how you get new followers. But then hashtag yeah. porn. I would have like cross dicks and, like dicks and vaginas. Like you post on your Facebook about your Instagram and on your Instagram about your Facebook or whatever. And that's how you get like the most traction is what I was thinking is like cross promotion or getting your name on other people's stuff. But I'm not a marketing guru. Peter yeah, is, I would, he I would think Clearly. we're going to yeah. we're going to theorize this on the uh, for all the listeners. I would yeah. think that doing what, you, what you're suggesting only gets you your Facebook followers to go to your Instagram and then get we'll get your Instagram followers to go to your Facebook. But they're not necessarily promoting it to their friends. Right. Which for for everyone listening at home, if you want to help the show, the best way to do it is to tell your friends. Word of mouth is the only way we spread. Yeah. Um. So like, like if you, so <laughs> if you if you follow us on Facebook where we never ever post, and you want to help the show, you can tell your friends to follow us on Instagram where Peter yeah. does post regularly. Um. And that will help us grow, and it's the only way we mm-hmm. do it. The only way we know how to do it. And I mean, I post links to episodes. You want to talk about the Discord, Jibo? Yeah, get in the Discord. If you go to discord.gg slash loreboys, uh, you'll be able to get in. You can also just check in the description. Uh, I think there's a bit of a hiccup with our website, so I know a couple people mentioned it. Um, don't worry yeah, about it. It'll, it'll it's get down fixed. right now. I have, I have the Squarespace open. It's like, oh, you just import from Word, WordPress, and I did it, and nothing happened. Yeah, and then so I, I imposted every individual post. Nothing. You can imagine it would be a oh, lot wait, no, of work. work. Never mind. Okay, I just need to reload apparently because it's working. Oh, yeah, oh, it'll be up soon. It'll be up soon. Sick. <laughs> I, I worked on it. I worked on it for like two hours, and then I was like, "This isn't working," and it seems like it should work. And now I'm looking at it. And I'm like, "Oh, here's all our posts." Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Let's go. Love cool. to see it. Well, right, I don't well, know if the I don't know if the uh, the embeds will work. Like if you'll be able to get the audio right away, or if I'll have to, we'll figure that out. Can angle that a little bit. We'll figure it out. 
Um, yeah, just get in the Dixord. That's where I do a lot of my chatting with folks. Um, you can get in on a lot of like the inside jokes too, like Tom Holland back shots. Um, you can see some of the pictures, especially if you're, uh, if you sub to the Patreon, it unlocks four extra channels, prime folks where we have secret conversations that only the high rollers can have. I mean, the real, the real winner for, of the extra channels is the episode picks where you're going to see the sexy zombie this week. Yes, absolutely. That's going to be, it's going to be the one for sure. Loser titles game, which is always fun. And we have patron AMA where you can ask anything uh, to us. And um, Magnus the Rad saying you can do Killer Mickey Mouse. Hey, that question. I, I find it funny that uh, the, the AMA is for us, but everybody else answers. Hey, you stay the too. fuck out of it. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? If you want to feel like you're part of the gang, enjoy. enjoy. You are a part um, of the gang. Yeah, Magnus exactly. and Chaz are both parts of. Definitely yeah. part of the gang. Oh, so shout can- out to Jodo One Eighty. I wanted to say this at the top of the show. I'm so sorry. Sorry, not shout out to Jodo One Eighty. Shout out to Jodo One Eighty's wife who was forced to listen to our last episode. <laughs> so I'm going to shout oh, her out in the hopes that Jodo will make her listen to this one too. <laughs> it's even better that it's at the end. So she has to listen all the way through. But uh, yeah. if you're listening, Jodo 180's wife. Hi. Hello. Yeah. We got a lot of great, um, like a, a super cool community in there. Like people that we've gotten to know over the years and you can be a part of that or you could just lurk. You can just, um, check our out of context quotes and post them onto Twitter. So we get canceled and promote uh, your own stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it for discord. Cool. And Peter, what's going on with Instagram these days? Not a whole hell of a lot. Just getting, just get, getting retaining followers, you know, posting stories, posting posts, posting pictures, posting porn, posting porn, ha- hashtag porn, hashtag, yeah. hashtag dick and dick and vagina. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> 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 uh and i've been your host peter oh no do the rewind thing again oh no i'm not gonna do that because i'm editing okay never mind uh (laughs) (laughs) no i'm uh if you guys want to help the show like i said telling your friends is the the best way to do it telling people you meet at work who you think might like it and won't be too offended by our sometimes off-color humor um uh go ahead and recommend them the show recommend them our socials recommend them uh to download and tell their friends about it you got to tell them you got to tell them like hey you got to give like Tim Robinson would say. And, you know, if they're going to listen to us, you're going to you're going to give them the secret of a great podcast. But they got to tell three friends. We're working on a pyramid scheme here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I did think that Prince of, I did think that Persia was Egypt. So I had this whole bit about uh, pyramid schemes. But uh, <laughs> were there pyramids in Babylon? I don't know. Uh, probably there's pyramids all over the place because they yeah. last a long time. And they're everywhere. They're in Mexico. They're <laughs> in Egypt. Where the axolotls live? Um and the the ones in Egypt are like point one degrees on. my, off. My of... wife my wife is mouthing silent to me what the pyramids in Babylon were called. Ziggurats. Uh, ziggurats oh, in Babylon. Ziggurats. I've heard of Ziggurats before. I didn't know specifically Babylon, but there you go. I've played uh, Ziggurat. I think that's like a is that a Zerg building? <laughs> I feel like it's mm, no. no I think maybe in Warcraft. You're right though, it's in one of those games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's in there's ziggurats in uh what is is the ghostlands right below the blood elf starting zone you gotta yep. like clear a bunch of ziggurats eastern um, Plaguelands has some too if you want to support the show we do have a patreon patreon.com slash loreboys like jamie was saying uh that will get you access to those all, all that fancy stuff uh and if you don't trust them then uh hey we're building pyramids guys so uh or ziggurats fucking excuse me boy did i sound stupid huh uh so uh peter jamie and i each have our own artifacts of time course uh i have the sand bag so uh it can turn back floods uh which is which can be kind of nice i uh, have uh vaseline which helps keep the wrinkles out of my face yeah of time you gotta save time, dude. Legally yeah, exactly. speaking. You know what? Our lawyers fucking brief us on this, dude. You have to save time. We can't say we have Vaseline because Vaseline owns that problem. Oh, so as soon fuck. as you say of time, then it's fuck. a unique I got problem. I got lotion. Lotion. Uh, <laughs> lotion <laughs> and it slows the time <laughs> on my face. There you go. Uh, and Pete, of course, has I've got the bottle of time, which actually accelerates <laughs> the uh, time between uh, me having to walk away from the podcast to go Pete. Oh, it gotcha. always refills with water or it He's always refills to... with sand which is delicious <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it dehydrates you so you never have to pee yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah if you want to get access to our riches you just have to volunteer to be a slave uh, <laughs> sorry voluntary worker oh. uh, for our ziggurat 
our ziggurat construction, essentially. Yeah. Uh, we expect it to take somewhere in the range of a thousand years to build, but yeah. we got time travel, so don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The sun will never set on the Lore Boys Empire. You're <laughs> exactly. an indentured employee, but think of it more of a family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. got motivational posters, you know, yeah. uh, you know, two 15-minute breaks a day. It's pretty yeah. nice. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you're allowed to go to the bathroom once a day uh, during mm-hmm. your shift. Nice. We have a kebab party uh, every six months, uh, but, yep. but no raises. No raises. All, all the rhubarb you can eat in the break room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your mouth just like shriveled with sand and rhubarb uh, from a day uh, of work. And you're, just, and you're just full of kidney stones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won't need to worry about that bathroom break. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that would cost you it. Lore boys. Lore boys. Lore boys. Lore boys. Oh.